It's the Play Cousins podcast. In this bitch. They, oh, man. I just had to get it out with my creepy. She returned to the creepy voice, man. storm voice. Woo! Uh, back for another week. We had a week off, but back for another week. That was Wise's fault, so don't blame us. It's Jameer, it though. Wise was just getting all tan and shit in Miami. Like. Yeah, Wise was in Miami starting, and um, he didn't even invite me. Right? Uh, <laughs> I love how you excluded <laughs> me. Thank you for that narrative. Because you can't thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're disappointed that you can't Sigh, die. Those were the days. No. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. Disrespect. Still go solo skin, though. <laughs> anyway, I'm Jameer. You are Lindsay. Hey, and we're back for another week of Play Cousins. Woo! How are you doing? Doing all right. I miss you. I missked you too. I always miss you. You know. Yeah. You <laughs> ran up on me in the cold. I almost hit you in the face. I know. I could I tell that the were. elbow was just about to come back. Right, throwing the bows. Like, Whoa, you know, hey. like Southern hospitality, throwing the bows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost hit you in your mouth. I know. I'm sorry. I just had to. Don't run get, up on me like Jameer. that. Jameer. It's how I sound in the cold. Jameer. Come here. One more time. Hi. Uh, no. <laughs> sound like a man? Yeah. That's why you almost That's got busted. That's what the bust. cold does to me. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway, you're okay, though. I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm good. I can't hear anything out my headphones anymore. No, me neither. What happened to you, Lindsay? What'd you do? I, uh... You took out the headphones? Probably. Probably, okay. Maybe a little bit. Hey, we'll figure out the technical difficulties, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, you, you had a good week, though. Yes, it was It was all right. Just stressful, but busy, which is always stressful good. Stressful and, uh, like, good stress? Like, you stress because no. you employed working and you're happy to be employed and... I'm happy to be at least making enough money. Got you. Not necessarily happy with my employment situation. Okay. But we're getting there. We're getting there. We're it's getting a it's there. a process. It is a process. Taking now one how step. How are you doing? Yo, I know you've been stressing. Me tired. <laughs> I am tired. <laughs> me sleepy. Oh but it is all right. <laughs> That's my Trini accent. Oh, that was Trini this time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Trini, you sing when you talk. Oh, Lindsay. <laughs> I know Rasan's probably going to look back at you after he gets back. Like He's going to say, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> boom. <laughs> boom. Boom. <laughs> That's how Trinis do the Jamaican yeah. boom. But they do a one finger. Boom. Boom. It's they a one finger gun. Pitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trini is one finger gun. Boom. Boom. Yes, it. Sounds like a paintball hitting someone. Hey, look, I don't make the rules. I don't make oh the rules. God. These are in the Caribbean handbook. So uh I'm I'm good though. I'm good. Um I'm working on this special biggie video so piece dope. that we're producing at my job and it's lit. Mm. I've just been working tirelessly to try to finish it and, and get it like all compiled up. I think, you know, because it's a passion project of mine. Yes. Um, I can't speak. And you got six more days. Six more days. The greatest rapper of all time died on March 9th. Thank you, Cannabis. Yeah. Appreciate you. Yeah. But yeah, you, you're absolutely right. You, you want to you wanna be able to hit that deadline and um, mm. uh, put your piece in history out there. Absolutely. And, um, crossing my fingers. You know, we'll see how it comes out. Got a lot of great people to participate. So shout out to... Uh, Everybody that did, you guys will see who. Um, I'm not going to mention anybody, all right? <laughs> Just know his name rhymes with May V. <laughs> no, I'm lying. He would never participate. He hates where I work. Yeah. So. A lot of people, unfortunately, do. Hey, yo, square up. You no, can't I, say I, that. I don't understand why they hate it. I do. I don't. That's another, that's another 
topic. Another <laughs> another day, another conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but as always, let's let's get into this twenty second rant. Yes. Um, we don't have a guest today. Let me just start off by saying that prerequisite, it's and we'll tell you engineer. why. Yeah, we'll tell you why in a minute. But F um, is for friends who do stuff together. <sighs> U is for you and me. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you have way too much energy today. I'm sorry. I way, too, way too much. First, it's like the first time in weeks I've taken a nap, so I feel. Oh, good. you're refreshed. Yes. Lit at 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 work. No, um, because I was supposed to work this morning, but I just took off just to relax. Then I went and did something, Lucky. and then I came back, and I had like three hours, so I did like a a forty five minute nap because I can't sleep that very long. Did you get any? I got a little bit of sleep left. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Did I get any? Yeah. I'm a virgin. I am a woman of God. In the ear, but yes. in the vaginal component. I am a woman of God. Did you? I am a child of God. You had no flesh helmet. I am a virgin. Oh, perfect. All right. Just blink twice if you got some. Oh. Yeah! <laughs> you you were I blinking. blinked once. No, you, it's natural. you did like four times just now. <laughs> I just saw you. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, um. Jesus. Well, congratulations. Good. I hate you. That's why you got a little peppy and stuff. Yeah, I took yeah, a nap. yeah. I know what that means. Dirt. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we do a twenty-second rant every week. Um, yeah. are you ready? I am ready. Should I count you down? Yes. All right. Three, two, one, and go. So let me just tell you right now that as soon as the Rough Riders concert reunion flyer came out, I sent that shit in a mass text to mad people. Tell me why everybody responded with, oh, that looks dope. No, motherfucker. My birthday is March 18th. What the fuck you think this is? Where are my tickets at? Hello? So I don't fucking appreciate that. And that's it. Yes. That's it for you. Yes. So, okay. First of all, there you go. (laughs) Shout out to you. Shout out to you. 20 second rant, as always. So you weren't, you're not happy with the response that people gave you? I put the flyer and I literally said, hey, guys, just a friendly reminder that my birthday is in two weeks with the flyer. Like, hello. Yes. Hint. Because I'm not going to tell people spend your fucking money on tickets. I'm going to just hint it and hope that you love me enough. No, nobody fucking loved me enough. How you know they're not trying to surprise you and plan something? Because I'm hard to surprise. I ask a billion fucking questions. And also, I'm going to beef with them until I f- until my birthday. You're annoying. Yeah. Oh, I'm super annoying. I'm a brat. But not only that, I also announced months ago about the Jeezy tour, and I have yet to hear of anyone even mentioning it to me. How do you know they're not surprising you? I don't think pe- my friends love me enough to surprise me with both Jeezy and Rough Riders. Maybe they're in a separate group. That would be group. too much annoying Lindsay for they're probably like, in a separate Snapchat. group. They're in a separate group right now and saying probably this bitch. Like, we just bought <laughs> Jeezy tickets. Now you want to go to the Rough Rider concert? Like, pick fucking one. It's true. No, I agree. I just, today was the pre-sale. Nobody seemed pressed about money. So, I'm sorry. You are, Brad. A little bit. But but I'm usually when it comes to concerts, I'm pretty giving to people. Like if I have if I okay. have like I'm pretty giving with that. I'm pretty good about buying people their favorite concert tickets. So So how do you know they didn't get you Jeezy? That's what I'm saying. I will have to wait in two weeks and see. Yes. I will don't have be to a brat. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I just don't appreciate the oh that looks dope. No. How about note taken? Should be the fucking response. Or I got you. Or or 
say no more. How about just say no more? Because that could mean that you don't want, you're not getting it, or you are. That's the surprise. Say no more. So you, you I want got you. Them- message received. You clearly didn't. I want you to at least acknowledge that I, you know what I'm hinting at. That's it. Even if you're not going to do it, just at least let me know that you're acknowledging it. Yo, <laughs> women. I want to be women, surprised. Bro. Like, women. Yeah, no, let me, like, this you know, is this is why I'm annoying. Surprise, oh surprise me and keep me completely out of the dark, but acknowledge what I'm telling you and, like, t- let me know that you're doing it. That's not That's so simple. keeping you I out of the dark. I don't understand what's so hard about that. You wouldn't. <laughs> you're a uh, woman. Yeah, a little bit. Like, what? what's so hard about that? A little bit of a woman? That's what a little bit. I don't want to know how that works. Um, <laughs> I'm also a Greek goddess. <laughs> okay. So. I don't know how that works either. Um, don't be annoying, though. You don't know what could but be But I'm professionally you. annoying. Yeah, but stop. You don't look for surprises. Jeezy has produced some of the best content of oh Lindsay in existence, God. so y'all should be encouraging this. Anyways, continue. Yo, please Do stop. you have a rant now? Yes. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Three two one yeah i really love how people have <laughs> lit the flames for this Nicki minaj remy ma beef like they wasn't even really beefing until people i feel like put the battery in everybody's back now you got foxy brown's deaf ass jumping in here <laughs> off, a, off <laughs> a turnbuckle dropping her disc Lil kim coming through don't nobody want to hear that shit jameer it's so lit no, i'm not even mad at that it's man. so lit did you say deaf ass i did not not say deaf ass Okay. Okay. <laughs> so well, I'm just going to leave that out there in the atmosphere and just not associated with it. But good Lord. Hey, this is what it is, man. I My, my thing is this. Like, we, we push for it. And I think so many people are disappointed now. Um, As we know, Remy dropped uh, Sheetha, and then she dropped another one her, uh, of it, which was... <laughs> train wreck <laughs> as most sequels are now i think though i think she did that on purpose though for a reason like made it bad on purpose what i think she made it bad on purpose it's, i don't no, because agree. i th- well i think she's trying to i think that she she when she did sheather and it was just disrespect so disrespectful and everybody was talking about it everybody was like going in about oh like she really demolished nikki blah 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 like hyping it up i think that now because nikki has not responded she's trying to give hit her like a hook to be able to be like listen here's your chance now put out a diss track because i feel like nikki has it in her to really like a third one like if mm. nikki responds i feel like remy could come in and just be like bitch you thought you were gonna get this little win right here you thought you were gonna come in and look like this hero i feel like that's how remy works remy does remy works pretty strate- strategically when it comes to these things yeah but she already had a record in place though but I feel like she did a second one to be like. No, I mean she I'm had a, a she had a second because remember when the flyer for oh, yeah, yeah. Child's Play came out? Yeah. So I feel like she had a record in place. She was like, nah, you know. I heard that she was trying to drop a more, uh, like a back to back where like it a would get played. Play? Yeah. And well, but the thing is, I think that maybe she's trying to give Nikki like she's trying to lure Nikki in uh, a little bit with some trash so that Nikki will be like, oh, I can be I can do that. I can beat that. I, I can beat that. I think that was an honest effort. And I'll be honest. I, I think she over it was overkill on on Sheetha. And when Nikki didn't respond, there was no more material to put out. So you was like. I right, well, I'm going to keep beating her up. Yeah. And then you slipped on a banana peel and fell. Yeah. And now, Nikki, like, she could have sat up. We don't know what Nikki's going to do. I don't know what Nikki's going to do. I'm wondering. I think she's going to save it for her album. I don't think she should do anything. 
Yeah, I, I mean, that's her best bet. It's that's to her honestly best bet. just ignore it. Like, I don't see that as an L at all because she still has her fan base. She still has her endorsement deals. Like, she still has her businesses. At the end of the day, like, that's not going to change shit for, no. her, for her fan base. No. But what it is, it, it, what it is, is if she does not respond and she goes around calling herself the queen of rap, it is going to, people true. are going to question that credibility at the end of the day. And that's what hip, yeah. that's what hip hop will care about. Music in general, not really. Right. But all she need is, like, if she, if she still say that and then five months from now drop a hot record, like, with, hove on it or somebody people gonna be like oh yeah you ain't respond to remy but this shit is fire yeah remy needs to backpedal for a minute acknowledge the fact that she fucked up yeah okay and then don't drop nothing until you know you let this pass yeah don't meet yourself like give it another month and then give just come it. back with another sheather type yeah. Of record. yeah yeah i agree Go because back people, because at the end of the day, like right now, hip hop and social media people have short attention spans. Facts. So at the end of the day, they're gonna forget this in a week. They're gonna forget in a month that Nicki never responded, and then that's when Remy Ma can come back and be like, "Bitch, y'all forgot. Right. I still got more shit." Because there's so there is more you can talk about with Nicki. Oh, of course. And you like know, that's what people are. Mm. You just gotta you gotta give it time. You don't want to overexpose yourself. Like she showed yeah. her weakness. Yeah. So in a sense, if Nikki had some shit, she could have came back and whap just started wailing on her. Like you know, she's giving Nikki ammo, mm -hmm. and Nikki already supposed to be dead. Like if it was me, I'd have sheathed her, left it alone. Yeah. Don't. It's nothing else you could say. I mean, the balls in her court, and honestly, it, she got home field advantage. Yeah. So you could get. It's a number two on iTunes right now, like uh, mm. Sheetha Salute. It's been playing all over the radio. Back moon, back, back off. Enjoy the moment. Exactly. So nothing else you could do. Um, but And then, you know, Foxy jumped in. Oh, my God. Then we're hearing things that I just Kim, ignored that, to be honest. It was not good. <laughs> what happened to Foxy's voice? I know. It's so different. And she doesn't even pronounce things the same way. Yeah. Like she lost the New York accent and it's, yeah. it's not as deep anymore. It's weird. I wonder how her ghostwriter is doing. <laughs> it's the one of he's, he's. I mean, so, wouldn't that be Hove? Oh, yeah, Nas, Hove and Hove Nas, Nas, Nas for yeah. a second. What what a what a duo! I know. What a duo! <laughs> Both of them probably. Uh, I mean, I guess Foxy would want to would want to respond since she was meant she was name dropped in the original Ether. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, yo, I mean, she. I mean, she did the right thing though. Like, I like that competitive nature of yeah. of the battle sport. It's just that when people are not like, yeah, Nikki never had to face anybody in her entire career. Okay, so this is how I was just talking about that with someone saying that Nikki, it's easy for Nikki to call herself the female J, but at the end of the day, like, go twenty years of real females coming your way and say that, and then say that shit. At the end of the day, this is like being Omarion and B two K. It's inevitable you're going to be the best because there's not much in your way. Whoa, what about J Bug? But that's what I'm saying is that like there's there's people that people sleep on like in, in like the book, but they just don't have that star quality. J Bug does not have star quality. Razby doesn't have star quality. What did J Bug bring? I don't. I'm not a B2K. attractiveness. Being fine as fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, He's being fine as fuck. And but, Fizz boy. Fizz was fine, but he was a little bitty rapper. Okay. Rasby, I <laughs> <Rasby> was just. <laughs> I know what he bought. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows what he. But that's what the I'm saying. It's like it's like being it's like being you know, 
like you don't have competi- a real competition with right. you. Like Nikki has always been able to slide by as the best because there's no one better. There's no one up on that level because I mean, yes, she's oh, worked right. she's worked really hard as far as the yeah. business aspect to become the pop star that we she is. But in hip hop, there's no one competing with her on that same level with bars, mixtapes, uh record label signings. No, that's because no, Young that's Money has done a lot for her too. Of I mean, of course. And you know, Remy was absent. Mm-hmm. Most of that, most of her come up. Remy so had to leave at her peak. She left at her peak, came back, and it's just like, you wondered, and that's why I say the public had a lot to do with it, because we always pushed. Yeah. Like, you know, hey, what, like, are y'all going to work together? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like she's taking shots at you? And uh, Remy has since said on the Wendy Williams show, there's a lot of background stuff that Nikki was allegedly doing to her, mm. like blocking her money from coming in and and Remy says she couldn't take it anymore. But I think, you know, the public is just as guilty. Yeah. Just because, you know, we put, we push for this. Yeah. It's not, we want to see, and it's not just, you know, female, but in, in hip hop, you want to see the best who, who's going to be the quintessential King and or queen. Exactly. So you want to see that comparison and you know, that's just the nature of hip hop. Exactly. So, I mean, I just want bars. Like I don't care about this. I don't. I like. That's what I was. I saw a status that said like, Nikki, please don't do a diss record. That's nothing but numbers and talking about how who's a flop, who's not, who got this business, blah blah blah. Because at the end of the day, we don't really care about who about about money. I mean, real hip hop people who understand like the authenticness of rap itself and being the queen or king of rap. We don't care about who sold more records because at the end of the day, there's a ton of people that's there's a ton of great artists that sell nothing and a ton of terrible artists that sell a lot. Facts. So at the end of the day, Vanilla it's like Ice went diamond. It, that's Vanilla went diamond. Exactly. But so it it really bothers me that uh, I feel I just I feel I'm a little worried that like most of her stuff is gonna be about numbers. Mm-hmm. I think that the miscarriage thing. I would hate to see her do it, but at the end of the day, all Foxy is all is fair. Yeah, but I'm saying for for Nikki herself, because oh. that would be the direct response to Remy. True. I feel like that's the one thing that, because I mean, at the end of the day, Remy's open about her her past. Yeah. Remy has nothing to hide. At the end of the day, it's all on public record anyway. Yeah. Is there anything off limits? I think we we spoke about this prior, but now that we're getting into it, now that there's a beef, that's exciting. I mean, at the end of the day, everybody will argue that nothing in hip hop is ever off limits. True. I think that the miscarriage is pushing it because, at the end of the day, didn't Nikki admit to having an abortion? Mm-hmm. So well, that's Nick, why I'm, Nick, kinda... I'm, I'm only saying it from Foxy's. Foxy yeah. jumped in, you know, um, and and said a line about the miscarriage, about you know Papoose having sex with her being a BX beast, and then mm. saying something about a miscarriage. Um, I heard it today, but. Um, I think Foxy's just reaching for. Yeah, I mean, of, I mean, she was trending course. on Twitter that she did. She did her job. <laughs> she did what she wanted. It, it, I don't <laughs> think it was. I don't think it was good. Foxy is dated now. Yeah, she. Yeah, I mean, she. She. It's, and honestly, her run was not like very, very long. Nah, to, you know nah, what I mean? Nah, 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 nah. She like, should she, have like, unsung. Yeah, she should. That'll be a good. I'd watch that. That's a good unsung. Yeah, it is. Cause what happened? Cause, Cause the things that she has touched in hip hop have been pretty crazy. Yeah, she has. Some at the drinks. end of the day, she'd make a great unsung character. Uh, a show topic. Yeah, topic. Yeah, conversation. That's what I meant. Uh, yeah. So, you know, of course, we'll continue this dialogue. I feel like it's only appropriate to continue this dialogue, um, in the in the upcoming weeks because mm-hmm. it's Women's History Month. Yes. Shout out to the women. So we got shout out to all the MCs and. 
um, femsies, if that's what you want to be called. There you go, Queen, Queen Latifah, Latifah. You know, all, all, everybody. Lady Rage. Yeah, we need. <laughs> you know what? We need to have a conversation about the legacy of Lauren Hill. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Yeah, because I got some stuff to say that people may not like, mm. but. It needs I to do think, yeah, I do think that there's a lot of unpopular opinions surrounding oh, her because some people think she's a legend, some people think not at all. I think she's a legend. I just don't think she is a, um, I can't call it a queen of hip hop. I don't think she is either. Yeah, uh, I, I I can't call it that. A lot of people think she I think is. she's the queen of songwriting in hip hop. Mm. For like female rappers of of song right not not bars but songwriting. I still if that makes may have sense. to give that to MC Light. I, mean, I still, because you got to think of MC Light throughout her whole career has put out hip hop material. Yeah, and then even her last album was good. Right, her last album was good. Yeah, no, facts, facts. Um, but Lauren has given us uh the the Fugees, mm-hmm. incredible. The scores, incredible. Uh, even um. Uh, the 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 Fuji album prior to the score, mm. um, which was hip hop, but and then you give us uh, the Miseducation, which was singing and hip hop. Yeah, so you don't give us a full body of hip hop work, so I can't call you the quintessential queen of hip hop. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm not that's, mad at that. Yeah, I think that's an interesting conversation. I think that we I think it should explore. go to Mary. What? <laughs> Just because of her dancing alone, she's just iconic. Just for the dancing, okay. Because it's life changing. I swear, I saw like I swear, I saw like a guru appear (laughs) up out of the stage when I saw Mary with the boots. When she kicked it to the side, you know, she like (laughs) gangstar guru. Uh, No, no, like a like a like Like a guru guru nanook. Yeah, like like real shit. So (laughs) wow, (laughs) saw my ancestors come out. (laughs) Wow. I'm not nah. gonna touch that. Nah, but Mary's really life changing. But that's a good, that would be a good uh, good debate. Is Queen of Hip Hop, Queen of Hip Hop, as opposed man. to rap. So and you know we'll 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 get it together and we'll bring in some knowledgeable women. And yeah, we'll have this conversation. It's a conversation that needs to be had. So shout out to uh, all the female MCs making hip hop interesting again and Women's History Month. Yes, dope. Um, but we got to switch gears for a minute. Yes. Um. Uh, as I stated before, we, we're going to have this show strictly on our own today. No guests. Mm-hmm. Felt it was super, super, super important um, to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart. Mm. When I heard this story, um, it was a story that affected me more than many of the cases of young black men. You know, not that it didn't affect me, all those, but this hit me directly Mm -hmm. just because I felt like this young man didn't get the fair shake that he was supposed to in life. And he was fucked by the justice system. Absolutely. Um, He was fucked (coughs) by New York State and um, his documentary. I I read his story Mm -hmm. um, back in 2015. He committed suicide Mm. um, in 2015. And then you, you get to see how it played out on a new documentary that that's coming out on Spike that came out on Spike uh, the first episode dropped mm-hmm. and it's a six part series it's and it's produced series. by Jay-Z shout out to and shout Harvey out Weinstein and the Weinstein company um and it's on uh Khalif Browder and if you don't know who Khalif Browder is you should 
definitely, definitely watch the series. It's mm. on every Wednesday, I believe, on Spike. Mm-hmm. But but then you know, there's 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Plenty of articles though. Yeah. For you to catch up on and read, like I was caught up. I didn't know a lot of stuff, but um, it's it's heartbreaking. Absolutely. It's the only thing I could say. Like watching the documentary, I became infuriated. Yeah. I was just so angry because it's like. You read it, but now you have the visuals mm-hmm. to go along with it. You see what led him to get where he where he was mm-hmm. as far as Rikers Island. You see the people, part of his upbringing, and oh, talk yeah. about who he was as a person and yeah. how he was just a kid that, you know, made some mistakes, but he had a great heart. Right. You know, he did what he could to help for him and himself and his family. He yeah. wasn't trying to do anybody wrong. Right. So he just got caught up in this profiling case obviously mm-hmm. and yeah yeah um and actually we're, we're also going to have this month we're going to try to push have some friends that are our CEOs mm. correction officers at Rikers mm. and we're going to try to push for um if not them to come on the show and get quotes from them mm-hmm. on behalf cuz I understand you know I've tried to get officers in the past here on the show but some people don't feel comfortable. Mm. The the thing I think the thing we want to impress is that we're not trying. We're, we're trying to break down those wall, those barriers. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to like point finger. We're gonna point fingers, but I'm not gonna, you know, violate you and your profession. But yeah. we are definitely gonna get down to the bottom of a lot of these issues mm-hmm. and why this continues to happen. It needs to be a candid conversation. Absolutely. So, um, you know. I, if if you guys definitely want to definitely come on the show, we'd love to have you. Mm. Um, but we're, we're pulling for that. But we we, what I wanted to do with this show is just strictly talk about the documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit about why this keeps happening. Mm. Is it not the is it not the freaking Lee Browder is not the first person, won't be the last. Um, I just read a statistic today that said eighty percent of people in Rikers are people that are. Waiting for trial. Waiting for trial, yeah. That can't afford bail. Mm. When you see that, he was on Rikers for three years. He had $3,000 bail, but only $900 bond. And because it was just so difficult, he still couldn't get out for couldn't three get years. Out. Like, that's crazy. And and to be six, 16 at the time, right? Mm. Um, And Rikers, like, if anybody knows Rikers or knows somebody that has been to Rikers, it's no joke. Mm. I mean, they... I can't even like I first heard about you you start to hear about the things that go on in Rikers. I heard about the Central Park Five. Mm. Um when they was putting these kids in grown men facilities. Mm. And you hear about the, the, the torturous things that, you know, Rikers that not even from you, you know, from the inmates, but also from the the officers. Mm. Um what what these people allegedly go through and what you see tape and footage of, of people I, going through. Oh my through. god is is inhumane to say the least um like the feces on the wall photo was oh, just yeah. like so awful yeah. that's when i was like because i like we hear about the violence and right. seeing the footage is also hard but seeing some of the other ways of torture because it's like at the end of the day when you fight if you're in solitary confinement you're already going insane when you're in there already Fact. so then you're just you're interacting with these inmates and it's you know, violence occurs and then you just have knowing that you have to go back to that cell 
that is literally locking you in this cage in your mind, not even just physically, but mentally too. And then you have to deal with like the smells, the sounds, the feel of everything. Like you don't even have a comfortable bed to sleep in at night. Right. It's uh, it's troubling. And a lot of people have been pushing to actually close Rikers. And yeah. Shut down Rikers. I, I, I would push for that myself. Right. Um, again, I want to, I want to, I want to open it up to, to, to the CEOs and Mm -hmm. and personnel that work at Rikers to get their point of view. I know a lot of people feel like, um, and shout out to my, my, my people who work at Rikers. Mm -hmm. They were just, um, they text me and like, I, I think you should be in this group chat. You -hmm. should be in this group chat, this group chat of, of all the correction officers. And what I learned, a lot of people. Even in that case where it seems so black and white, and of course we don't have all the facts, but what we do know is strictly inhumane yeah. about a kid who didn't commit the crime, mm-hmm. who spent three years for a crime he didn't commit in a facility as rough as Rikers. Mm. We, we, we know that, but there's still some officers who say, you know, he wasn't as innocent as he seemed. And, you know... Maybe we don't know for sure if he did or did not steal the bag. But and you know, reading these messages is kind of like, yo, you you can't you you can't forget that even though it's black and white, there's still a blue wall of silence or a blue wall of thinking. Mm-hmm. So when when I when I talk to some of my friends who are CEOs, I have to constantly, it, it's like a reality check. Mm. Um, when when you go in when when you talk to them. It's like they they have one mind of thinking because that's how they've been taught. They've been taught that a lot of these kids are animals. Mm. And a lot of the you know, you, you could you could argue that some of these kids are in there for some bad things, but the mindset that you go in with is that you generalize. Yeah. And so now everybody has committed the same crime. Right. Everybody's a vile criminal. Everybody's a monster and everybody's treated accordingly. When you see the the video of this kid, um, Khalif Browder getting beat up, mm. jumped, and then tossed into his cell at the end yeah. of the day because they just want him to get out of there. Like. Right, it's it's uh, it it is it is infuriating. Mm. And um, you see, I just hate seeing the CEOs involved more than anything because like they're not even trying to break it up. Sometimes they're encouraging it, right? In the footage, at least. Yeah. So it's like I can't even imagine, you know, what happens when. Because not only that, he's they're starve. He he claims that they were starving they were him. Starving him. And if anyone knows that, like the toll that not eating takes on your body, and sometimes not even being able to drink water, like it also c- causes like irritability, and that's what causes people to you know get upset because it it fucks with your chemical imbalances in your brain. Right. So not only that, it's like if he was to just yell at somebody, say please like feed me. Who knows if they if they attacked him then too, just because they were telling him to shut the fuck up. Just because he was complaining about not fucking eating, right. like a real human right. Yeah, it was just I can't. Yeah, um, it's you know it's again like this this hits me directly because I just feel like we you know we as a people we failed him, mm. you know as a society we failed him not directly us but just as a as a scope, mm-hmm. uh, you know to generalize we failed him as a justice system, and it's. So many more people out there like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, I have to reference the Central Park Five Mm -hmm. who were manipulated 
into saying they did something that they didn't mm. to go to try to get a plea bargain and ended up with a bad shake. And you get a lot of these kids from inner cities, and they talked about this in the documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a lot of kids in inner city who don't understand their laws. Mm. You know, who don't understand. You know, what which what the proper procedure is and what um, their rights are. What their rights are. That's what I meant. Their rights and um, who come into these situations thinking that they're gonna go home, and they get fucked and manipulated by the system, mm-hmm. and now they can't leave. Because they have to pre- plead guilty in right. order to get the lighter sentence when right. they didn't even fucking do it in the first they place. They do it. They are just basically being told, oh, if you plead guilty to it and you just admit you did it, you'll be able to go home. But they right. don't say dot, dot, dot in five years, in 20 right. years. They don't say any of that. Right. And, you know, they capture these com- confessions on tape. Not like his story because he said he wasn't going to plead. Yeah. Guilty. And in result, he stayed on the island for, again, three years. And stuck to his guns. Stuck to his guns. Better or for worse. You know. And um, he was by himself majority of the majority day thinking of about it. And he right. still was like, no, like I got I'm this because it. a lot of people would crack in that. In sure. the first week, people would crack in that. And he had sure. to do it for three years and not crack and just stick to his guns and be like, nope, I know what I'm fighting for. And it's my justice. Yeah. And yeah. when when we look at the the total scope of like the 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 inner city and you see how many people go through that same thing mm. like the inner city to prison pipeline is a direct as direct as moving up from high school to college mm. like it can it's a straight shot for some people that's where they look that's where most people are filling up the populations of prison um, another statistic that Rikers is made up of ninety percent black and Latino people. Mm. Um, when you have that, you, you you're gonna get a mixture of people who are there over offenses, maybe like Khalif, mm. who were profiled, profiled, mm-hmm. didn't you know stop and frisk. I'm sure there's still people in there from stop and frisk, which is crazy because wasn't that what five years ago now? Yo, but you you crazy. gotta you 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 think you think about the the stuff like people spend so much time on the island and you you go in for these petty offenses or you going for these offenses that are maybe nonviolent and you can't get off because either the bond again goes back to the inner city you don't have money to pay for the bond mm-hmm. or your bond is revoked your bail is revoked and you got to stay there and i don't think people understand the system as far as um you get you get these cases and you have to wait until trial and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting you get these bullshit public offen- public defenders sometimes mm. don't who get, know what their job is to basically just get you the lighter sentence right. rather than to get you out and just right and you got to think about how many cases these people have mm. it, many 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 cases and you know Tyrell may not be different from Tyrone mm. he just may be another number and you just passing and passing and passing. And you don't take time to really look at every case individually. Because you don't have time to as a public defender. Mm-hmm. So these all these all these make up a gumbo of uh systematic mm-hmm. and racial destruction. Mm-hmm. Cause you got black and brown men spending majority of their life, a lot of them generations spending their life in prison. Mm. generations of them stepping into prison and it's a pipeline right back to prison mm. because of how hard it is to find jobs or adequate you know living 
amenities to to continue being out of prison. Mm. That's a line right back. And, you know, often we see that. So when I see a kid go to prison for something he didn't do, come out, and he's expressing the fact that he's going through so much turmoil that he's not even turning to crime, he turns it on himself because he's depressed. He doesn't exactly. know how to deal with it. That he's Mark Lamont Hill tur- interview is the most oh heartbreaking God. thing. Yeah. Because he's literally sitting there so nonchalant, like speaking nonchalant, but the things he's saying are like heartbreaking. They're things that all, of, like a lot of us at our worst times will say little things in our head, and he's speaking them out loud right. in an interview, and everybody's kind of like, oh, poor thing. But no, like mm. this kid was suffering, and he needed, he needed like counseling. He needed help. He needed to be able to face the demons that he's placing on himself. Right. It's it's it, it really I think that's why I was heartbreaking, too, because it was like no matter what you did at that point, you you saw in his eyes mm. and even from reading the story that he wasn't even there no more. Mm. Like p- most part of his soul was taken in prison. That's what his, his mom said. Right. His innocence was gone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you go in the six as, as a 16 year old boy mm. to go in there and be with grown men. And to really have to grow up that fast, mm. and people got it out for you every day is is. I you, you can't even you 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 can't you can't even I can't even fathom that. Yeah, I can't even fathom what he went through. Um, but do do you know um why he was put in solitary confinement rather than because uh, I know he said eighty percent of his time he was in, in solitary confinement and then but why was he not put in more general population for majority of it? I I think I think we'll 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 see why in the documentary, but um I, I want to say some of it and you know you know. Uh, Is it because maybe, of the violence that he was, was being put vi- through so they wanted to separate right, him? Right. I've heard that that's, that's what, what I'm they thinking. do. But. Right. That's what I'm thinking. But, again, I might not be true. Uh, uh, you know, I've, I've read this story, but I can't remember that part. But mm. I'm pretty sure it's because of the violence he was facing. I know a lot of people, That's that is why they put get put in solitary confinement, because they're the victim yeah. of the violence, and they just want to get them out so that, that it doesn't cause a ruckus with the rest of the inmates. Right. So they take out the one factor that's, like, causing the violence rather than the people doing the violence because mm-hmm. there's more of them than there is of the of solitary confinement cells. Yeah. And that's just fucked up. Yeah. And I mean I've I've seen um I've seen so many you, you go you go through this, you watch the thirteenth mm. and you, you, you look at the the racial and cultural disparities that were that we continue to face. That mm. we continue to face in twenty seventeen and it's just like it comes a point in the time where I'm sure people have felt defeated mm-hmm. and I'm sure people feel like there's no option. Um, but I was watching a video with this woman, this black judge. Um, she she uh, uh, put somebody in. Oh, for the DUI for the, situation? For the DUI yeah. situation. Um, without, long story short, the, the the point is to become more aware about the law, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, every person has a has a right to a speedy trial. Very true. That's a right, and right. so for Khalif Browder to not even be able to express that he has that right because he he was just given some shady public defender is fucked up because Very he had true. the right to that speedy trial. Right. Everyone in bookings has a right to that speedy trial. Right. 
So, I, I mean, I know that they were trying to go hard with the fact that, oh, we violated probation, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, everybody has a right to a speedy trial. Yeah. Like, and that's a that's an actual right. Yeah. You know, people don't know that. Mm. People don't know that. Um, I've had, I've, I know people have been to jail. Um, and, you know, hearing the stories, again, I can't stress this enough. Like, when you, like, I know grown men have been to jail. I know, I know teenagers have been to jail, mm. too. And to see the psychological change that that was on them, I can't express that enough because you genuinely have a young mind that it's like a man child now. You grow up, but your innocence is gone. Mm. You've had to learn to live like an animal in some instances and to grow up so fast that your only option is to go back. Mm. Your only option is to... um, suicide or mm-hmm. harmful you you do things that are harmful or drugs and you know whatever but you try to find a, a way to escape mm. and again no matter i think what and we'll, i'm sure we'll see this in the documentary no matter what you do outside of prison you can't get back like khalif said he can't get back those three years of his life Mm-mm. he was so far behind as far as um, the world. You and still had to finish school, I and believe. And finish school, yeah. right. To do that and mentally not be there mm. is so crazy. Mm. Like, and again, like, when, when I first heard that this was coming out, I was excited because I was like, finally, his story is going to be told to masses for people who didn't see it in papers. I mean, he was everywhere when he got out of prison. And you think about it for a book bag, for a book bag. And, you know, he spent three years on the island. But And the fr- and the reason he had hit, um, probation in the first place was just because he was driving a bakery, in the bakery a bakery truck. truck. Yeah. He never actually did committed a violent felony or anything like right? that. He never hurt yeah. anybody. He never actually stole anything from a person. He never put somebody's life in jeopardy of any sorts. Like he literally was just, you know, being being a teen, doing something that's dumb shit. Du- yeah, something dumb that we all have probably done. <laughs> not joyriding. I've never been. No, joy-riding. but we've all we've all done we've all a done stupid decision, yeah. whether it's legal or not not legal. We've Very all true. done something stupid, but Very he true. just happened to get caught be put on five years probation, which is a lot for that age. Yeah. Like, that is an intense probation yeah. when you think about it. Because some people are like, oh, we just got probation. He can still, like, live his life. That's tough, though. Like, that's fucking tough. Like, because you could get pulled over just for open container, uh, drinking with friends in a car. Mm-hmm. You get caught with that on probation, you could be fucked. Because sure. and, because that that is supposed... Uh, officers have a right, I believe, either the first or the second time for catching for open container, five days minimum in bookings. Mm. Five days minimum in jail. So at the end of the day, imagine someone on probation getting caught with that. Something as simple as just kicking in with your friends in a car and just drinking. But then cops want to come around and just be like, it doesn't matter if you're the driver or not, you're fucked. Yeah. And it's just crazy how, and yeah. <laughs> no, you're ab- absolutely right. So you, you want to move the motion to, or or not even, like, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you, you have it in your mind that you feel like Rikers should be closed. I do. I mean... Or just completely, like a completely transformed in some mm-hmm. sort of way under new type of uh, management, under new w- new wardens, new types of training for for officers. I just think they need to rework it. I think they need to demolish it and rebuild it also because I think that they should incorporate more education. I think like they should build schools into there. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of other prisons that do have that system. 
Um, one thing that I think we could actually be beneficial for Rikers specifically that I've seen a program at one prison um, was that they bring in dogs, uh, to do, like therapy dogs mm-hmm. that they ha- and they have the um, I think they're untrained and they have the inmates work with training the dog. So not only do they get to have a companion that is completely mm. not human that loves them unconditionally, is loyal to them, but they're also connecting with the dog on a disciplinary level. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of teaching them about their own disciplinary ways and how to you know, be responsible. And I, I think that that is a great program because not only that, they have a friend. They, ha- they don't have to look at it. If they don't like any of the people that they're with or they're scared or fearful or, or, they, or the, the people fear them, they can have somebody that doesn't judge them in that way. It's completely non-judgmental. It's a dog. But what 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 about the things like to play a devil's advocate, like mm-hmm. talking to uh, one of the CEOs? Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to like tell her like yeah, you need to treat some of the M- you know treat the inmates not like you know don't treat them like animals. Mm-hmm. Don't treat them like your friend. Yeah. But don't yeah. treat them like animals. And she was like, you know, we're trained to because they're in jail. If if what what do you say to the fact that? prisoners should not be getting those types of treatment like treatments that may be warranted to citizens who are outside who 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 are not in prison mm-hmm. who have obeyed the law mm-hmm. like when 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 you say what you say it may sound like you're trying to give them a leg up or an advantage mm-hmm. in prison for something that and they're there because for a specific reason mm. i mean i just think that i well first and foremost i mean First and foremost, like I, I do not have a solution for anything. That's not one thing I can definitely speak on as a solution for the entire justice system of how they should play it out. Um, I really, all of the horror stories I hear about Rikers are just not healthy for almost anyone there. I don't believe it's a healthy environment for anyone, even the people that have committed these horrific crimes. Right. I just don't think it's a, a healthy environment for anyone that's there right now. Um, just because we, we we hear nothing but terrible stories. We don't hear any we don't hear many stories of redemption of people who found themselves in there, found God in there. We don't mm. hear that very often True. when we so other other prisons. We, we sometimes we do. And then to be fair, there are many other maximum security prisons that are close to being as bad as Rikers. So it's not just Rikers at the end of the day. But I do think that the emotional torment is on another level over at Rikers, um, just with how it's run. But I do think that counseling and the psychology behind what's happening there needs to be taken much more into consideration. I think the manipulation of the system needs to be completely much more addressed and actually tackled. But I don't have necessarily the solutions. I just think that they should especially for post prison time post sentencing right. they need to definitely offer better counseling and better uh psychological treatment for people like the proper treatment not just go talk to someone it's not just about talking to someone it's not just about giving them simple medication like there's actual work that needs to be involved real like transforming of the mind that yeah. needs to be involved see the problem is that america's big business is prison so yeah they want you to go back. Yeah, it's like they may not say go back, but They're they make it so. Way. They make it so statistically difficult for you to prosper in American society, um, that you have to again go back. Mm. That you know job opportunities you may lose out on. Um, society may look at you as a criminal. Mm. You you know you can't you can't go from there to 
president or some people may not know how to function and be a CEO or things like that. So statistically, you get minorities who have a high retention rate of returning back to prison mm. because they feel like that this is the only option, not prison, but to continue their life is, is the only option or you violate parole or you don't pay back your uh, your fees because people in prison pay have to pay financial yes, fees back. that's crazy to and me. People don't, a lot of people don't know that. You have to pay your financial fees back or else you can go back to prison. Mm. And there's a large number of people who, who didn't do that, so they have to return back to prison. Um, it's so statistically hard to keep your hands clean after that yeah. because you, so many opportunities have been taken away from you. Mm-hmm. And I, I completely understand what you're saying about uh, uh, counseling. It, it, situations like... The the prisons overseas and in Europe where they don't want you to go back. You can get you can. It, it's it's so easy to get degrees. It's so easy to to become a a a a, pro, a, a productive member of society mm. after you leave because they give you the tools. They give us the tools to come straight back to prison in America because so much of America's money it's is profited from there. Prison mm. is one of the biggest businesses in america um it's something that (laughs) it it continues to make money hand over fist Mm. to the point where there's more prisoners than there is space in prison i was about to say the overpopulation problem of mass incarceration is fucking insane they have people literally like sleeping on top of each other they have you know like four bunk beds on top of each other in these prisons and people are just like not able to humanly function at, at, at a point like they can't even sleep properly and like to me i feel like sleeping is a basic human right, right. <laughs> like you know what i mean like the same way that everybody should you know everybody deserves to at least get some sort of nourishment at the end of the day i feel like everybody deserves some sleep it depends who you are honestly <laughs> jeffrey Dahmer didn't need no sleep okay he ate fair fair. I, he, <laughs> you, fair you start eating people you, <laughs> your sleep rights are revoked but that is someone that should have had counseling at the end of the day. Counseling. <laughs> he counseling. He ate people. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the I mean, at the end of the day, we look at someone like I mean, we look at someone who is not harming anyone but himself, but he's starting to affect people around him. Like a Chris Brown, who everybody uh. everybody roots against, right? Everybody says, Chris, get it the fuck to get like, oh, here's someone like all he does is he beats women, did this, that, and the third. But at the end of the day, like, he needs help. And that's really what we should be pushing for is every, if literally his fan base could stop being delusional and literally just say, Chris, get help. We don't want to buy your albums because we just want you to get help rather than saying, oh, we're not going to buy it because he's a woman beater. This we're protesting that it's great to be able to it's great to protest it and to stick up for the people that have been victims to whoever is being affected. But at the end of the day, the best option would be to root for help. And that's how I feel about. The system, I feel like as though it's easy to just basically say, what a shithole of a person. Yes. Like, I mean, obviously, like child molesters, serial killers, people that take lives and innocence um, from people's childhoods, take people's uh, take people's uh, give people traumatization. It's a laundry list of things. Yes. There's awful things out there. But at the end of the day, I feel like counseling is just something that is should be just given there by default. True, and I think no matter they, how fucked up, I think they do do counseling groups, but, um, you know, for some for some people, it 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 just doesn't take that. 
Um, you gotta understand, like when you talk about situations like Chris Brown, I read an article. The um, Billboard one? The Billboard, yeah. That was the toughest read, that's man. T- that intro tough. alone made me uncomfortable. It's, but but, but when you they, think they said about that his that. security guards are ha- part of the reason the security guards are hired and there is to check his pulse. Right. When he comes back from going out. You got that's crazy. You gotta you gotta really think about situations like that. Like he he needs he he needs more than counseling. He needs a reality check. And I hope the reality but check. But he's gotten isn't, like five already. He needs, and he still hasn't gotten the the point. You know what I mean? It, he needs something that he's not hit rock bottom. Rock bottom. That's that's gonna be his reality check, and I hope it's not death. But, but that's what I'm saying. Is that's the thing? Is that's what I fear? Is that people are all, pe- some people are even you know I mean, some people use the technique on you know friends and family that they push the rock bottom so that they can only go up from there. But people don't realize like that is so risky. That's so scary. It's like, it, it it's it is risky. But when you and he's a he's an alleged addict. Yeah. When you're dealing with addicts, they know nothing but rock bottom. Absolutely. If you think about addicts, there's people who who have sold their children mm. for drugs. Mm. And I'm not saying he I'm saying allegedly, because I don't know, but you 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 know situations like that, that if that's not rock bottom, then it needs to be past your career, past the surface level of everything. You need to physically, you need, well, you need to lose something. You need to lose your, your grip mm. of your found, whatever your foundation is for you to understand that, yo, bro, like you need help. And, you know, honestly, for, for some people, and I'm not saying prison, but some kind of incarceration, I feel like would help some people. Mm-hmm. Some incar- Some kind of incarceration would help chris brown mm-hmm. um if it's a rehab if it's a psych ward there or you know it's it's some something need you need to take yourself out of this life that you're living the yeah. limelight there's for a lot a of people bit. that enable the behavior like a lot of, of friends that are just basically saying like you know you know this is fine you're chris brown you're making money you're famous what's the yeah. problem you know people give you it was uh like like the tupac um biopic uh, a trailer. Mm. Said his mom said, "People are gonna give you the tools for you to destroy yourself." That's literally what it mm. is. You meet these scumbag people because you're not connected with, with with your foundation anymore. So it's less and less friends in your circle, and more and more yes men and creeps and weirdos who are giving you the tools to destroy yourself mm. to the point where they've literally you've literally giving everything mm. like i rem- remember you saying around with all them bloods and then like they vandalized his house or yeah. something it was like a few years ago there were two, i think there were two vandalizations of his yeah, house like, two robberies or some or not robberies but uh break-ins yeah one of them was a woman but like i think another one was definitely right. like friends who came with masks exactly. or something like that right and, and robbed them. i'm not positive yeah, but but you know you get caught up in all this other bs of, uh, you know living in the limelight and you forget where your foundation is and you know to tie it to tie it all back because i don't want to get too far off the point but to tie it mm-hmm. all back you know there are situations where i feel like incarceration is warranted and um they need to be facilities and maybe not i'm not talking strictly about i just about think prison, the system around you, how they go about detention facilities can sometimes be rearranged if that makes sense yeah but they i and i i get that but for the people that really need help you don't yeah. need you don't need no more probation yeah you know what i'm saying like some people don't he don't need probation anymore mm-hmm. probation isn't 
isn't working. Mm-hmm. So it, for for every for every dark, there's a light. Like mm-hmm. for every you know, Khalif Browder who didn't need to be in prison. Nothing about nothing. that. Nothing. He didn't need to be in prison. He didn't do the crime. There are people that are doing the crimes, but who are hurting themselves mm-hmm. and in return hurting others. You know, physically, emotionally, whatever. They need to be removed. Mm. out of society before they kill themselves before they damage themselves damage others they need to like and i'm tired of fame being the the slap on the wrist yeah because you got bread you good yo he need help chris brown yeah. chris brown needs help but i don't think that someone like that would deserve rikers like nah, the suffering nah, nah. of rikers do you know what i'm I mean? not i'm not saying rikers yeah. but but like come on like you you gotta i mean something I know. I mean, Something. he. it's it's I mean, the thing is, though, what's good is that it does sound like there are a handful of people that have been with him for years that do want him to get that help and push it upon him no matter how much he pushes back and physically right. pushes back at times. Like no matter what they that there are pushing it for him so that, you know, eventually he might run out of list of people that he can genuinely depend on where he realizes, wow, like. I'm not doing this properly. I like I'm not living life the way I should be. And I'm just I hope that he kind of No, no. I've seen this story happen so many times. But that's the thing is I ho- we all that's and the thing is what I'm saying ending. is he's just the example of someone that's currently in it that has the opportunity, means, resources to be able to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's not someone poor that we know that wouldn't be able to afford it because of health insurance. We know that he's not someone that has no family. Uh, right. like like no family or friends like we know he's not just alone all the time and he's not someone who doesn't have anything to live for he has a daughter you know right. at the end of the day he also has a, a whole career he has talent you know things that he's able to do if he True. does turn around it's the it's the it's the thing like the this the similarities of that um between every situation like that and you got people going into prison people coming out of prison People, this our society wants to see you fall, rise, mm. and then fall, mm. and then rise again. That that's literally our society. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll love you, we'll leave you alone, like, leave you to die. We want to see you win, see you fly out of the ashes. We want to see you win, but then we people get upset that you're winning more than they are. Oh, then absolutely. they want to see you da- your downfall, but then with your downfall, they want to feel bad. They wish that for you, so they want to see you win again. Right. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I I think in 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 some cases like that can be traced back to like minorities. Mm. Like we've people have taken so much to the point mm. where we have been here mm. on the ground, on past the f- past the surface, past the foundation. But Just people inhumane. inhumane and people go, oh, it's not that hard. You can pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Oh my God. Come on. We want to see you win. Says the people standing up Facts. over y'all. Yeah. Use use and using what we've what we've had to build themselves up. Mm. Um. So, you know, I just, just want to get that off my I need to get that off my chest because you you have so many people again, generations of young minorities of older minorities, sons and fathers in prisons mm. um, for nonviolent crimes, for petty crimes, or for crimes that they can't even pay for to get, get out, just like Khalif. And you spend so much time there that when you come out, 
you're now rehabilitated. Mm. You're programmed, just like some of the people who put you there, to act inhumane and to be an animal now. Mm. So if you don't have good people in your corner, you go straight back. Mm. The retention rate is high. Mm. The retention rate is high. The retention rate is high. No matter what your success looks like, and you could be somebody like a tag stone. Mm. If you don't have people in your corner, proper people, you go back. Because that's that's sometimes all you know how to do is quote unquote keep it real. Mm-hmm. And for certain situations, you don't do anything at all. And you come out, but you don't know how to handle it. Yeah. You're so fucked by the system mentally that you can't cope. And when you can't cope, you try to find other ways to escape. A lot of people become drug crazy addicts. It's crazy that tax used. It's crazy that tax used his platform to speak on that, like as his he way did. of coping, and it it's what ultimately led to him being put back. Being put back, you know, and you know we uh, again that you know all the facts haven't come out about yeah. that case, and I don't want to speak on that too much, but yeah, no, when you don't uh, again when it's 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 part of the system system's design mm. for you to be in certain parameters that you can't cross, you can't cross mentally or emotionally. You've been programmed to be the the tough, yo, I gotta be an alpha male all the time. Somebody disrespects me. That's mm. it. Like I'm going off the deep end. And you know, you, you find a lot, not not tax in particular, but mm-hmm. you find a lot of people like that who protect their rep mm. um so much that they'll kill for it. Mm. That 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 they'll harm for it, and they have no problem going back, and that's a serious problem that we that we're not addressing more often as well. But again, all this all this revolves around the fact that there's something going on in prisons that people are literally people can't literally wait to get back because they they don't know what to do because this has been a part of their life for so long. That they don't know how to act when they get out. Mm. There's a there's a there's an issue with that, or there's an issue with so much mental scarring that mm. you don't know how to cope when you get out. And there need to be stronger foundations for people to talk about it. Like you said, counseling. Nothing wrong with that, but it's not strong enough in our society or accepted in uh, African American culture mm. for people to reach out and talk to people about that. Yeah. It's a, it's a mess all the way around. And if there's one thing that I would want to do, it's be able to make that less taboo. Yeah. To make Oh, definitely. To make seeking counseling or feeling comfortable reaching out to someone to talk or seek support or seek, you know, treatment mm-hmm. of some sort. I would love to try to help create that to be normal. Yeah. And to be part of something that counts. Definitely. You know, and that's what, and I am really sad about the tax stone situation. I never, I never got to f- meet him. Mm-hmm. Um, I very much admired his work, his work ethic. Yeah. I admired what he did for the culture of not just hip hop, but podcasting in general. Absolutely. Um, just for even the black community, he was just he's pioneering something that is not like he's creating this own his own lane right. for things. And I am really sad to see that situation happen because at the end of the day not knowing any of the facts, I think it's what he was doing was just so great because he was someone that gave hope for others to be able to use 
parts of the the angrier, uh, upsetting, and uh, mis- whether it's a mistake or whether it's being framed, whether, whatever the case might be, to use that um, and flip it into something so amazing that's helpful for people, yeah. contributing to people's lives and touching people's lives in that way. You know, it's it's sad that, you know, that it's sad that we're seeing this temporary ending. You know, oh, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, yeah. it's just, I, I you know, and I, it's a I, continuum. I wish that there was a, because, you know, whether, whatever his status is of, you know, innocent, he's innocent until proven guilty in my right. eyes. So whatever the case may be, I wish that they could allow him to still do his podcast because that was po- a positive thing for him, for people that listened. And I'm sure it saved a lot of lives and helped a lot of lives and given people different perspective. Oh, and I course. think that it, it's a very important thing. The, the thing is, though, like on the flip side, you had you had somebody that um, in a direct or indirect way is no longer here mm. because of a situation that he was involved in. Mm-hmm. And when you have that, you have people that they don't want to because they feel you responsible. They don't mm-hmm. want to hear from you mm-hmm. like that's that that may be it may be reaching thousands. But to that family. That can't yeah. hug their son or greet their It's uncle painful or son. to see them rise with the success for that. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So, you know, you kind of got to, that That has to be put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And that's why I learned, Um, you know, we, I remember I was just talking about, you know, Bill Cosby and people were like, well, you got to think about the accusers. Yeah. Because I was like, the, the Cosby show needs to be it. on. And they were like, you got to think about why would the, why would the uh the all the these women want to see, see that mm-hmm. right? So you gotta you know you gotta put that all in perspective. So I, I completely understand, and you know we 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 definitely miss his voice in the, in the podcast and media universe. But you know until until right now, I I, I understand why some people you know oh who, absolutely you know, yeah absolutely afflicted by the by the direct violence of that wouldn't want to hear that, um but. You know, this was, I feel like this was a much needed conversation and we'll delve more deeper into more of these. Um, I definitely, again, I want to reach out and I want to encourage, you know, people who are in law enforcement and Mm -hmm. CEOs to come on the show. I'm not, I'm not, we're not going to sit here and be like, well, you're not doing this. We want to get your perspective Mm -hmm. so that we can help break down this wall or whatever's going on. Um, No blue pro-blue, you know, pro-nothing. We just trying to interact as people, mm-hmm. as humans, and making sure these people on the other side of them walls and the other side of them gates um, are not all, as a mass, being treated like animals. Mm-hmm. There's some people that are in there for inno- that that are innocent. There's some people who didn't even go to trial. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And to 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 for, for so many situations like a Khalid Browder, for somebody who didn't do it and who had to spend years up there, years out of his formative years of his life, his teenage years, you know, there's blood on y'all hands. Mm -hmm. There's blood on society's hands. And we need to acknowledge that and to help push the culture and push our world forward from that so something like that doesn't happen again. Absolutely. So we'll we'll push for it. If, If not this week, definitely in March. Um, in the up it, uh, the upcoming episodes, we're gonna revisit this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should do a recap of each episode. Oh of each yeah, week. 
that. You know what? That makes sense. So next week we'll uh we'll we'll update. We'll do a do an update, and then of course get into some more topics and you know they'll they'll be well versed we're not only going to talk about this but we want to keep this conversation going mm-hmm. and alive because in order to break the cycle you really got to inform mm-hmm. we got to talk about this and i know a lot of people watch but we need people to more than watch we need to have these dialogues with the people who are in Rikers exactly. and that are in charge of running these these facilities so we can help bring change exactly and I, w- I also I'm someone that doesn't know everything about that. In fact, I don't know a lot about this. And I can't obviously I can't even say from any type of close experience, direct experience or indirect experience with this. So I'm looking for people to educate me right. and teach me more things. And whether it's statistics or experiences or telling calling me out saying you don't know anything about this. And like you spoke on it wrong, wrongfully. But let me tell you what really is happening or what really could go down or what the case might be here. And that's what I'm also looking for too. Right. All right. So, you know, again, we're going to continue these conversations. Y'all continue the conversations and, you know, we'll, we'll definitely uh, talk about it more. Um, you know, we, we, we delve, we, we dove into all facets of, you know, the, the, the people who need help, the people who needed to be released and the people, you know, on on the other side who were doing the incarcerating and you know i think it was very well rounded mm-hmm. um as uh you know just think about Khalid Browder though like it gets me angry mm. because he didn't need to be there um and i hope this was a wake up call if you didn't know about the story um for people who didn't know about the story who watched the the, the first part of the documentary i hope this was a wake up call that shit like this happens every day can't mm. stress that enough and to to thousands of black and brown and other minority people, this is a constant norm, mm. and we need to break that chain. Absolutely. Yeah, Lindsay, where can they find you? Um, Hit us off with them social media. Yes, come educate me um, at, <laughs> on Twitter at Lindsay India, L I N D S E Y I N D I A. Um, same thing on Instagram. If you want to Snapchat me and get angry with your thoughts, feel <laughs> free. Um, not going to really put out my Facebook. Don't really <laughs> want any 40 pluses. Come on now. <laughs> Don't discriminate. <laughs> and uh, lindsayindia.com as well. Okay. I'm at uh, It's Jameel on Instagram and Twitter. I am Jameel on uh, Snapchat. And for your over 40s, especially ladies. <laughs> Who wanna you you can inform me, all right? <laughs> shout me shout me out <laughs> on Facebook at uh Jameer Pond, J A M E E R Pond, P O N D. And um, you know, we'll be back for another week of uh social commentary. Uh, lighter, lighter conversations, but we keeping this conversation going. I mean, we're not gonna stop one we're not gonna stop informing, we're not gonna stop learning. Because mm-hmm. like you said, I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. that goes on and i would like to be informed but one thing that i do know is that it's time to make a change mm-hmm. from this continuum this circle this of life pattern. yes it, and it's a circle of life the 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 prison the the inner city the prison pipeline is like i said a direct shot mm. boom like 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 high school to college mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be like that absolutely so not. we need to make a change and talk to the people who are on the other side and you know we're not scared and we're not going to again generalize y'all and point the fingers like you directly are doing it but it's definitely you contribute to the blue 
So we want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Mm-hmm. Good episode. Yes. All right. All right Good talk. Play, yeah. Play. I'm sick. So forgive me for sniffling if you mm-hmm. heard. Um, but we'll be back next week. All right. Play cousins. We out. We out. Peace.